Welcome to the Travel Stories Podcast, where we bring you immersive, inspiring, and international travel stories from travelers around the world. Man, I say that every time. Can you tell I'm getting a little faster every time? Let's get this over with. Come on. I'm bored of it. You guys must be, right? I might change it up soon. Who knows? How are you guys doing? Feels like it's been a while. It's only been a few days, but it feels like it's been a while, man. So first off, I want to say... If anyone's subscribed in iTunes, well, I know there's thousands of you, but you guys, I apologize. And if you are subscribed, you'll know exactly what I mean, because we recently moved to a new host. And what happened was all of the episodes were seen as new episodes and they were all downloaded again. So I apologize and I hope you guys weren't on your uh, data as opposed to Wi-Fi. My apologies. I'm sorry. Hayden Lee messed it up. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, on to today. We have Hayden's travel tips again. And today we have seven tips on flying. In a plane, I mean, uh, not just by yourself, that would be cool. If anyone's got some tips on that, feel free to drop me a line. Let me know. So let's talk about flying. Let's head into it. Tip number one is sink your sleep to avoid jet lag. So jet lag sucks, right? As travelers, we know about this. Jet lag is the worst. Man, you feel... You feel terrible, absolutely terrible. So how can we avoid it? So a lot of it is to do with your circadian rhythms, right? Now, what that is, is when the, when the sun is out and it's all light and stuff, you wake up and you go, wow, what a beautiful day. And then when the sun goes down, you go, now is my time to rest in somber slumber. So your circadian rhythms know when you want to go to sleep and when you want to wake up, right? But then you go to a new place, it's all messed up. So what do you do? I recommend... If you've got, you know, unless you're doing stuff, uh, I recommend three days. So three days out from when you're flying to start getting into that new rhythm, right? So you're going to say you're going to wake up four hours earlier in your new place or eight hours earlier or whatever. Start going two hours earlier then four hours earlier and then try for eight hours earlier. And then you're kind of in the rhythm anyway. You know what I mean? You might be a zombie for one of those days or you might be overly alert in the nighttime. But man, it's going to be so much better than when you get to a new place and you've got jet lag and you can't, you know, explore the place. Uh, As well as sleeping, eating, our bodies are kind of... Uh, used to eating at certain times, right? So if you normally eat breakfast at nine in the morning, start eating it at three, you know, like, and then have your evening meal later on at night because your body will get used to that eating and it will help out your jet lag. So that's just a little one. These are kind of little tips today. A few stories thrown in. I can see by the topics I've got. We'll see how it goes. Number two, be the last one on the plane. Now, this is something I always, always do. You know, when you sit in there and you're waiting for the terminal to open, you're like, come on, where's this plane, man? And uh, you just listen to music chilling out and then everyone starts lining up. Or maybe it's an English thing, but everyone just starts lining up. And man, the one guy that's sat there looking at them all, that's me, right? I'm there like, what are these guys doing? What? Like, we're all going to get on the same plane. We're getting in the, sh- in the same machine, man. Like, you don't have to queue up for it. You've got your ticket for your seat. Come on, chill. And so if you just hang out there, you chill. You listen to music, answer some emails, talk to some people, do whatever you want to do and just chill out. And then you wait till the line is gone and everyone's safely on the plane or in the plane, rather, to uh, paraphrase George Carlin. Um, And then just walk up there, walk on in. Just easy, man. This is the same with uh, driving a car. Why is everyone always right close to the person in front of them? You both go into the same place, man. So, yeah. And uh, the benefits of this 
uh, you can chill, which is one of the major benefits of a lot of these things. And secondly, when you walk onto that plane, you know that your seat is going to be there because you've got the ticket for it. But any other seat, right? This is a little trick. Any other seat that's empty, man, that's yours too. Like if you're the last one on the plane, there's no one else coming on. All of those seats are yours. You can take your pick. They are all yours. So that's a little one. Number three, bring a sarong. I love the word sarong. So, or any other type of little sheet with, uh, you know, decorations on. It doesn't have to have decorations on, but sarongs are multi-purpose Swiss army material, right? I don't know whether people in Swiss armies, you know, wear sarongs or anything like that, but I thought I told myself to stop with the bad jokes. Anyway, so bring a sarong because when you're, when you're on the plane, you can use it as a little duvet, right? And I always find, you know, when you're going to sleep or you go to sleep at a friend's house and they go, oh man, we haven't got a duvet. Maybe, maybe I should change my friends. But they go, we haven't got a duvet. You go, well, I've got to have something. You get like a little sheet and it's like, now I can sleep. It just kind of sets your body into sleep mode. You know what I mean? So a sarong really helps that, right? And it's the same in an airport. If you need to sleep in an airport, anything like that, sarong is there for you. You can roll it up, use it as a neck pillow that you can just take around the world with you because it doesn't weigh anything and you don't have to buy a neck pillow. Man, sarongs, sarongs, man, they're amazing. So number, <laughs> the sarongs, man, I love them. Number four. I touched on this very slightly. Sleep in the airport. Now, here comes a little story from uh, old H. Lizzle here. So I was in Bangkok, right? Bangkok airport. Love it. Oh, we'll let that one go. We'll let that one go. Regular listeners know that I always say I love it. Awesome and fantastic. So we'll let that one go. Sleep in the airport, right? Bangkok airport. I was there. And I went to the hotel nearby, the one that everyone stays in if they've got an overnight flight or, you know, uh, they have to change in the terminal, everything like that. So uh, I went to this uh, hotel and it was like roughly $7 billion to uh, check in at the hotel. Uh, you know, I asked and thought, mm, well, no, it's seven bill- $7 billion, you say? Well... Well, I thought it was going to be nine billion, but, uh, hmm, I mean, I can stretch that. Yeah, but, uh, and then I stopped kidding myself and kind of left. And then I got, got into Bangkok airport, like, all right, what am I going to do now? Right. <clears throat> Sleep in the airport, man. There's a whole website dedicated to it. I'll get it linked up in the show notes, but Bangkok airport, there's this place. If you're in Bangkok airport, this is a little, little hint for you. Then if you go underneath, like r- way on the bottom floor, right? There's these escalators or are they called the same thing in the US? Escalators? I think so. Um, And if you go underneath them, right, it's the perfect place for sleeping because you have this this whirring and it's like, oh, yeah, puts you into sleep mode, right? And then it's dark. There are no lights there, right? And there's plugs so you can plug your phone in and there's Wi-Fi in the airport. So you're just there with your phone plugged in, your Wi-Fi there, you're downloading podcasts, right? You're listening to that. You've got your sarong there, you know. You've got your shoes as a, as a pillow, you know. And uh, and you can just chill. You can sleep. You go down there, there's probably 5 to 10, 15 people sleeping there. And you can just hang out, chill, sleep. Man, it's amazing. I almost missed my flight. It was that good. Such a great sleep. So sleep in the airport. It'll save you money and you'll meet people. And it's cool. Just do it. Number five. Use closed back headphones. Some people call these noise cancelling headphones and some people say they're two different things, but closed back headphones. Uh, well, I use the big wrap around the ear jobbies, you know, and this is what I mean. So what are the two worst things in the world, right? War and famine are, are kind of up there, but, but just ahead of that is when you can hear someone else's music sitting next to you 
right? And the second one is when you're listening to music and you can hear everyone else around you talking way too loud. Those are the two worst things in the world. How can you combat them? Closed back headphones. So firstly, no one else will be able to hear your music, all your weird stuff that you listen to and all your podcasts and everything like that. And secondly, you'll be in your own little world and you can just immerse yourself in the, the music that you listen to and just have it be part of the experience. Close back headphones, man, get on it. Number six. This is a little one. Walk around during the flight. Now, um, it's great for your legs. It's great for your veins. And uh, it's just a little, you know, perks you up halfway through the flight. Now, I've got a little story about this one. <laughs> this, is a, this is quite a funny story. So um, I was in, where was I? New York, right? I was in upstate New York, about six hours away from the city. And I have this app, right? that tells you what gate to go at and everything like that. And I ended up deleting it because I didn't really use it that much, right? But the app kind of uh, notified me while I was in this bar, right, with all these people, all these Filipinos, this, uh, the Brazilian guy from the first episode, I was there. And this app says, don't forget to get up and stretch your legs. And I was like, man, I'm I'm just in a bar. Like, why does why does that matter? I looked, my flight was actually, I was supposed to be on that flight, right? <laughs> right then. I thought it was the day after. It is actually then. And uh, so, yeah. And, but it, it kind of, it was a good reminder because getting up and stretching your legs, it can kind of, it just revitalizes you, man. Like, it just feels good. And I, I would definitely recommend it. Now, let's get on to the seventh and final tip. This one I love, right? This is the final tip. Number seven, talk to the person next to you. Now, I know I've been going on about music, being in your own space, sarong, sleeping, all that stuff, all your introvert stuff, right? But talk to the person next to you, man. There's no other time that you're going to be next to someone for about 10, like 8, 10, 13 hours and be able to find out everything about their life. And you have this, you can have this deep connection with someone that you may never see again. You may, they may be your new best friend, but you'll never know until you start talking to them. So this happened to me. I was on a plane from uh, Moscow to London and uh, I was on this flight and this guy next to me, he was asleep and he had this really cool 1920s hat and it was just down and he was asleep. Right? The uh, flight attendant came around and he, he perks up, he wakes up and he says, oh, could I get a get a whiskey just uh, on the rocks? And she goes, oh, sorry, we don't serve any alcohol on this flight. And he was like, oh, okay. And he was going to go back to sleep. And I said, man, no alcohol on a Russian flight? What's going on here? And we just started talking, right? And it turns out this guy was... He was an actor, right? He was in The Pianist, and he was in three different uh, films about John Lennon. He portrayed John Lennon three different times, rather. Uh, his name was uh, Valentine or Valentino. I think it was Valentine Pelka. He was of Polish descent, I believe, but he was, he was very British. And we talked about everything, man. That guy was so cool. And we hung out in the airport afterwards. And, man, I always wonder how that guy's doing. I hope he's in some awesome movies. I check his IMDb sometimes, you know, just to see what he's in. But that never would have happened if I hadn't made that one comment and we would have started talking, you know what I mean? That was, it made the flight and the flight went in, in no time, you know? So talk to the person next to you. You might find they could be the most interesting person you've ever, ever talked to. So that was seven tips on flying. Now you'll notice I'm talking a little faster than usual. That is because as you listeners know, that is because I've had a little bit of coffee. This is what happens. <laughs> 
So, yeah, that was seven tips on flying. Thank you for listening. And again, apologies to the iTunes subscribers. But uh, it should be all normal from now. It's all smooth sailing from here. If you're not subscribed, now is the time to do it because nothing else can go wrong. So now is the time to hit that subscribe button and you can get these straight to your phone, right? On Monday, we are joined by Guy Earnshaw. This is quite a special one because Guy was actually my best friend from the age of about 15. And now I'm, how old am I now? 20, what year was I born? 89? 20. Six now. I'm 26 now. And he's still my best friend. He is one of the greatest people in the whole world. He has a thick Northern English accent. A lot of you American listeners, it's going to be a workout for your brains trying to understand this guy. But his story is, oh man, you're going to love it. You are absolutely going to love it. He's an awesome, awesome guy. I'm turning awesome all the time now. I've just, I've lost it, man. Awesome. Fantastic. You know what? I love it. So anyway, join us again on Monday where we're back to usual programming. Thank you again for listening and thank you everyone for your kind, kind comments. I still do reply to every single one of them. Hit me up on email at Hayden at TravelStoriesPodcast.com. That's H-A-Y-D-E-N on Twitter at TravelStoriesUK. Thanks very much, guys. And uh, yeah, keep it easy. I hope you enjoy your flying from now on. By the way, I am going to have one on fear of flying and flying anxiety because it links into um, generalized anxiety, things like that. And I, I know a lot about that stuff and I'm the fear of flying guy. Uh, I have no fear of flying and I used to have a deathly fear of flying. So I'm the guy and that one's going to be coming soon. Maybe we'll do it next week. Let me know. Let me know if you want to hear that. So thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening. And yeah, take it easy. Thank mm-hmm. you.